Hey, what's up, gamers? It's your boy Cam uh, here in the Thoughtcast editing booth, ready to read you these hot, hot Patreon shoutouts. Again, if you want to hear your name here at the start of this or any of our shows, you can back us at the $7 tier. It's the Golden Skull tier over at patreon.com slash somegoodshows. This episode, we have Dion Thomas, Emily Lyon, FN Science Man, Jet Set Spy, Pilnock, great, Matt, aka Stormageddon, Michael Robertson, Nancy Koenig, sup mom, Nene12715, Robert Fortner, Ruben Castillo, Sammy V, Spence, and Stephen Mayfield. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the show. I will say, okay, so when he first encounters Ivan, like, as, like, a villain with mm-hmm. his, like, his suit, uh, it's yeah. not a full suit. It's just kind of, like, a, a skeleton. A, a, yeah, a harness, like, put over him. Like Doc Ock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked his Electro whips. Yeah, he a little bad hoe, huh? He a little, yeah. he a little naughty boy with them whips. He into some shit. MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock Pilnockerson. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today, we are talking about Iron Man 2 from 2010. So our Disney Plus synopsis for this movie is, Tony Stark has declared himself Iron Man and installed world peace, or so he thinks. <laughs> he soon realizes that not only is there a madman out to destroy him, but the very technology designed to save his life is slowly killing him. So, Pilnock. Without spoilers, what's your high-level review? So I did watch this movie in theaters. Okay. And I remembered almost nothing about it except one scene that probably contributes to my sexual awakening that we'll get to later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I I liked it. Yeah. I wanted, I actively wanted to hate this. And throughout my notes, it's just all caps, I hate how much I love this. Yeah. I have thoughts on that, too, that I, I definitely yeah. want to get to. I'm going to give it four upside-down triangles. Okay. <laughs> Four pink triangles. I was going to say, like, what makes a triangle upside down? But that's fine. The the pink at the bottom. Um, this is a lesbian joke. Oh, okay, great. Or the point at the bottom, not the pink at the bottom. Okay. You're gay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pride flag behind you right now. Uh, no one knows. First of all, gay. that's an Ikea shopping bag. Ikea gay? Uh, Ikea was gay in the month of June. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I I liked it too. Okay. What did you know about this movie beforehand? Literally nothing. Okay. All of my my GIF consumption on Tumblr was just like, it did not distinguish between like which Iron Man it would be. So it's like, I, I've seen, I've definitely seen GIFs of like the, the Stark Expo, like the very first one in the movie sure. where he has like all of the Iron Women dancing behind him. I think, genuinely, I think they're called Ironettes. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, sh- I should Google it to make sure, but go on. No, that's very funny. No, I, I literally had no idea what happens yeah. in this movie. So there's, there's obviously like, there's three, Iron Man like movies. I have to stop calling it Iron Man once it gets. You plural. said obviously, but you could have said seven Iron Man movies, and I would have believed you. I have no idea. I mean, he's in a billion of the Marvel movies, but he has he is the titular character in three of okay. them. So it's like whenever there's a trilogy, I do assume that the second one dips 
in quality. And I, the the scores on this, I liked this more. Yeah, no, the the scores uh, for Iron Man two are the lowest of the three on like Rotten Tomatoes. But there's first of all, they're still better than the Incredible Hulk as as they should be. Mm. Uh, and honestly, like I I don't know if I'm just like getting more into it, but I almost kind of liked this more than the first one. I like I definitely like this more than the first one. Everyone was more comfortable in their roles. There was better chemistry. Um, yes, Scarlett Johansson was actually terrible, but I know that she gets better later, so I'll let it <laughs> slide. I am so blinded. Uh, I want to hate Scarlett Johansson, our our famous you know Japanese American actress. Yes, but. The, she she's really pretty yeah she's a fucking babe really pretty oh speaking of my sexual awakening it the only scene from this movie besides the the ironettes that i remembered mm-hmm. uh oh shit i remember the dome a little bit too when they're fighting in the dome but oh yeah was when she enters the ring and she like bends directly at the hip swivels okay. and stands back up yeah my brain yeah. was like oh my god oh my god what is happening Ooh, fanning my face a little but bit. i was a hetero at the time so i was like that was hot sure. weird anyway <laughs> and like went out with my life and now rewatching it i'm like that was hot <laughs> okay. yeah okay so obviously we're getting into spoilers already which is fine but oh yeah we were supposed to give a that wasn't technically a spoiler that scar joe's in this and that there's a boxing ring so this is your warning this is your warning now. It, we're going to get more into like the plot and like what actually happens yes. in spoiler level things. But yeah, uh, I really liked it. I I think I'm I'm more in I'm in I'm in tuned now. I'm I'm transitioning into the mode where like yeah, I like action movies. Yeah. Well, I always liked action movies, but I don't think I think Hulk was not. <laughs> it no. didn't hit. It didn't hit. Hulk was too broody and serious and it had four lines of dialogue total yes and a lot so of i green. didn't care and a lot of green and like i don't want to watch hulk fight actually like it's not that interesting it's not. i do think that hulk had better cinematography there were much more interesting mm-hmm. shots there were really beautiful like panning shots yeah. there's great framing throughout that i really genuinely liked i always appreciate that shit and iron man is just like straightforward like you want to see some shit blow up and fuck yes i do yeah absolutely like i super <laughs> do so from the very beginning of the movie and real quick let's run our corporate sponsors Today's podcast is brought to you by hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. Something that Tony Stark says at the very end of the movie that is so fucking funny that I will be using it repeatedly throughout the rest of my life. This podcast is also brought to you today by five separate pairs of douchebag sunglasses, something that I am now keeping track of throughout these movies because they are so egregarious. Egregarious? What the fuck did my brain just do? I think it it short-circuited. Yeah, it short-circuited because the sunglasses were so fucking douchey. And yes, I am including the weird tinted sunglasses he's wearing inside while he's working on the uh, the new triangle. The the movie starts, of course, with a warning saying that there are depictions of tobacco smoking. Are you serious? I didn't notice them. They make a yes. rape joke, but they do they really? Yeah, but they so they make a. Did I not pick up on that? They make a prison rape joke later, but oh, they okay. warn me about tobacco, but not that. Get fucked. Yeah. No, I I also didn't significantly notice tobacco use in this movie. I don't remember a single time. <laughs> there are cigars. Yeah, that's been cigars, and it, that's how you know that it's a bad guy. Is like he's smoking a cigar indoors. I was at a loss because no one smoked cigars in this movie, and I didn't know who was yeah. the villain. <laughs> I need that marker. Well, I got to be honest. So with this one, it starts out and it's like, t- 
Tony Stark, like, you know, on covers of magazines. I again, liked that intro a lot, by the way. Yeah, I liked it, too. I think it was a good recap. I liked the news thing. Yeah. Like, they did what Hulk tried to do better. Yes. Because Hulk also did the overlay voice, the recap, the news articles. But it sucked. Yeah. Well, it didn't suck. It just wasn't as good. This, this is, like, refined. The, the intro to Hulk was... Let's put the contents of a movie in the opening credits. So a movie which you have not gotten to see. Because it doesn't exist. <laughs> because it doesn't exist. And theoretically, I think the 03 Hulk movie was the origin story, whatever. I don't know. But I, I haven't, I'm not watching that. That's not no. part of this universe. But if you're watching Iron Man 2, theoretically you've seen Iron Man 1, but it's been two years. Right. Right. That's what, I, yeah. So yeah. Like, the, the recap is nice. It was a smaller information gap for them to bridge. And I think yes. that's why it worked a little bit better. And they 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 bridged, like, the very the contents of the last movie and then also, like, what's been happening since. So there's one that I wrote down. So it's, like, Time Person of the Year, Iron Man. And then there's a newspaper headline that says, Iron Man stabilizes East-West relations. I saw that. No. I hated it. No, you it. didn't. I hated it. Like... Okay, if you want to be like, okay, this is how we end war, like, sure. But, like, I don't want Tony Stark involved in any diplomacy. No, Jesus Christ. Like, whatsoever. That guy sucks. He's a horrible person. He's annoying and rude and self-serving, but he also... Textbook narcissist. Oh, yes, and I will complain about that. Oh, my God. He, he sucks. And what's amazing is I do love him. Yeah, but he sucks. <laughs> He's the fucking worst. Yeah. I want him to succeed. That's good. Yes. That's, I mean... I, I think I like him more now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the first one I was like, okay, am I supposed to Am I supposed to think he's a good person? And this one, no. Yeah, this one they're no. like, no, he sucks, but isn't it fun? No. I'm like, he does suck and it is fun. <laughs> it's fun to watch some guy that sucks but technically has good intentions and then does still win. Yeah, huge narcissist, treats people like shit, literally objectifies women. He says, can we get one of those? Like, yeah! Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I think I wrote that down too. I'm just like, Tony. So I knew that it was Mickey. Mickey Rourke? I almost said Rooney. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, so I, I knew it was Mickey Rourke, but my brain was like, that's Matt Hardy. Every single time he's really? on screen. Um, anyone that doesn't know Matt Hardy is a wrestler who did the delete thing for WWE. Delete, delete, delete. He's part of the Hardy mm. brothers. So throughout my notes, I just kept saying, this is very clearly the third Hardy brother. You can't <laughs> convince me otherwise. And all of my notes refer to him as Hardy because I can't remember, I couldn't remember his name at that point. Obviously just now I was like, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Cause like uh, throughout my notes, I couldn't remember Justin Hammer's first name. So I just started writing Army Hammer. <laughs> I wonder if this guy eats people. Uh, Maybe he's just really good at keeping it a secret. Army Hammer wasn't. Yeah. Got sloppy. Yeah. Mickey Rourke is Ivan Vanko. It opens up. There, we're in Russia. Ivan's father died. His name's Anton. Uh, and he's basically got all of this. Fucking if my haters, <laughs> who I absolutely have because I've done anything wrong ever. Yeah. Uh, if they were just plastering their walls with like newspapers of me, that feels a little bit obsessive. That's fan behavior, Ivan. That's fan behavior. But yeah, so he's like you open up and you're seeing him like working on stuff. Uh, and his father dies in front of him and is basically like, all I have to impart to you is my knowledge and whatever. And it's and they look at Tony Stark and they say that could have or that should have been you. Yes. And there there are blueprints with Anton's name and Howard Stark's name. So like they worked together. I missed that. But yeah. <laughs> and they, 
they they show the same blueprints later on too. Because Tony has them later. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Ivan has the original like ones too. So he's working on an arc reactor, basically. It's okay. That makes a lot more sense to me because in mm-hmm. my notes I was like, I'm annoyed at how easy this fucking arc reactor is for everyone to seemingly make. Yes. But he literally had blueprints. But also not because like it later on shows like. Tony is in a Senate hearing, basically, where he has to answer for the fact that he has this very strong weapon. No, 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 it's a shield. No, no, it's a shield. It's a very expensive prosthetic. Promise. Asshole. Such a piece of shit. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, realistically, it's like, bro, you're a private citizen. Yeah. And you just have this. Yeah. Gun control. That's the main conflict between him and the military in this movie it's like the military's not technically the bad guy but a military contractor is again these movies are all just fucking boners for the military and it is getting exhausting at this point yeah. because every depiction of the military ends up making the military look cooler or more badass or whatever you can't look at the fucking second stark expo with all of those drones on stage with acdc or whatever playing in the background and argue that this is an anti-military movie these movies are aggressively pro-military the bad guy is always like a guy that is in the military but he's the only bad apple right he's a rogue he's agent. the bad guy right, right. he's the rogue agent and then we have roadie to counter it every yeah. single time roadie or rose is the good guy he's the good cop literally and it's just it sucks. And I, I have issues with him in this movie. Okay. I got mad. And it's not just because it's Don Cheadle this time, who is an incredible actor. I think he's better. Really? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I argued initially that we needed someone as cocky to counter the cocky. But there's just something. They had a lot better chemistry, it felt like to me. They were funnier together. Their banter flowed together. They, Tony needs like a straight man. Yeah, I could no, see that. No pun intended. This is still a sapphic episode. <laughs> but like he needs... Just kind of like how Pepper is to him, but Rhodey is is the straight man like Pepper, but also with a little bit of, I don't know, guns are kind of fun. You want to play some guns? I get what you're saying. I, I thought I thought Don Cheeto was just like a little bit too stiff for me. That's fair. But I, I see what you're saying. Like you have more of a foil to Tony, especially because like- Thank you, foil, yes. Pepper was a little bit less involved in this movie than in the first one. Yes. Which I mean, okay. They brought in a second female character and they were like, okay, we can sideline Gwyneth. Oh, hold on. She's busy these days with Oliver Goob. <laughs> what a horrible <laughs> sentence. Well, maybe she shouldn't have named it that. Should we invite Gwyneth to brunch? No, she's busy with her goop. She's busy with her goop. Um, also, speaking of sapphic, yeah. did you notice that uh, when it, it's like showing the first like Stark Con, like after you're leaving Russia and seeing all of that, we're going to Stark Con with the, the ironettes, is that what you called yes. them? Yes. Also, calling it StartCon's really good. I like that. It's it's very it's it's funny. It's the narcissism, but like whatever. And one of the journalists covering it is fucking Olivia Munn. I, okay, I was like, I couldn't remember her name because I yeah. can't confuse Olivia Munn and the other one. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Me either, dude. <laughs> can you give me a role? Maybe Megan Fox. No, that can't be right. No, no, no. Jessica Chobot, maybe. I don't know. Who's like a. G3 or something host? She's great. I, I'm very familiar with Olivia Munn mostly because I watched The Newsroom. Uh, oops. Cam, you're not allowed to include the following sentence. I am. I remember her because she said she liked to play Metal Gear Solid on her Xbox. Oh, that's hot. Why can't we include There's that? no Metal Gear Solid on Xbox. Oh, is there not? It's a PlayStation exclusive. See, I don't know that either. Or it was at the time that she said it. And I was just, oh, okay. I watched that and I was like, huh? And I think it was a misspeak. I'm not accusing her of being a fake Gmail girl. <laughs> but I like that's the only thing I remember her doing. 
because I'm broken. This is an entire like, you know, aside, but there was there's an uh, a French interview going around right now of like Robert Pattinson doing the Batman. Yeah, of him him talking about uh, Final She's Fantasy Seven. So uninterested. She's just not Zoe is Kravitz. That, I think. Okay, I was like that was I didn't remember who it was. So I was like, is yeah, that Olivia Munn. She's just like rolling her eyes and she's like, really? Okay. She's it's we've seen the meme seven hundred times of a guy cornering a girl and like talking her ear off. There's like seven yeah. reaction images of it. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, it's so cool that Robert Pattinson did this. And like he did this meme that we always make fun of, just so that we're all clear yeah. here. And it is funny because it's super low stakes and like mm-hmm. it's just a conversation between people who like each other ostensibly. But whatever. Okay, getting back on track. Yeah, very funny. You said okay. they added another woman. And after that, I yeah. would like to say this is the first MCU movie that passes the Bechdel test. But, oh. but fucking barely, barely. And it's only yeah. because I think when Tony goes to the office with the strawberries, bro, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. ScarJo and Pepper talk to each other about the business, I think. And mm. that's the only time. But that's still like. That sounds right. They're still only talking about the business because of Tony. Right. They're talking about it in front of him and like to avoid him. And like, it's, it's so fucking thin. Yes. And. You don't get any of Natasha. Yeah, Natasha's like personality, like whatsoever. She's. Well, and I get that she's like a secret agent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. She doesn't get better. Okay, great. Sorry. (laughs) Fine. I know she gets her own movie, and I'm really curious about it because she has no interesting or redeeming qualities to me. Sorry. I'm interested in her movie because it has uh, Florence Pugh in it, and that's it. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Again, Mm -hmm. very sapphic episode today, guys. Mm -hmm. I love Florence Pugh. It's. Side note, absolutely fucking absurd that it's... Are we on the expo yet before I do this? Yeah, sure. Did you have more on the pre? No. Okay. Then we cut to the expo where you see the fucking ironettes. And I would like to address how absolutely buck wild absurd it is that a superhero has his own fucking Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. <laughs> and what's wild to me is that they do this again later. Yeah. Honestly, I think if we had superheroes like IRL or we had anything close to that, I think this is how we would treat it, at least in 2010. Yeah, I guess. I do. I think we we get a hard on because he's also we get a hard on for patriotism and our military and whatever. And if it was like this big, innovative CEO, like if Elon Musk had any charisma and Hmm. also like was any good at what he's supposed to be good at. And he got on stage with dancers and, like, a big fucking American flag behind him. The muskrats would lose their fucking minds. People would cream their pants. Yeah. Like, dumb people. but Like, people. unironically. Yeah. But, I, like, I'm saying, like, that would be if Elon Musk had the charisma. And he already has people creaming their pants over him without yeah. it. He posts, like, one bad meme. And everyone's like, ah, ha, ha, he's the meme guy. He's not Oh, funny. my God. Meme lord. Yeah. I, I can't stand him. And he's in this movie. Yeah, unfortunately. And also, the 12 years since this movie came out have not been kind to him. No. Just appearance-wise. No. He looks 20 years younger in this movie. Well, it's probably right after he got his fucking hair plug surgery. So the rhythm of Tony Stark's public speaking. It's very awkward. Not awkward, but he doesn't, he gets up there without a script and he's just like, okay, I'll just talk about myself for five minutes. I can do this. And then he does, but it's like not compelling. Hold on. I actually do have to watch this. Okay. To remember exactly what he said, because I didn't write it down because that wasn't fast enough. Oh my god, that's right. He credits himself with world peace. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if it was him or Army Hammer that said this. Sorry, Justin Hammer. Uh, I think he, I think it was him who said, I've successfully privatized world peace. Yes. Which is horrifying. That's a horrifying statement. 
Like, it's not meant to be, but it certainly is one. It was supposed to be, like, a good thing. Yeah. I took over this thing that the military was bad at doing, and I put it all on my own shoulders because I have a savior complex. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, world peace does not mean world peace. Where it's like... The the stuff going on in Ukraine right now, people are like, oh, my God, I'm living through a world war. And it's like, buddy, there's war has just been continuous for the past, like, however many years. Uh, world peace in Tony Stark's mind, I don't think means world peace. I think he's like, I solved two minor conflicts. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right. War has been such a pervasive underlying current, especially in American culture. We've not technically been at war, but we have kind of be- like yeah we haven't declared war but we're doing war shit yeah and we've been doing it for so so long that i think he let all that go and was just like well i solved these other problems and no one's actively nuking anyone so i did it right okay so what he says at the stark expo is like just randomly raising the volume of his voice and i'm like <laughs> are you fucking oprah it's so weird it was so jarring that he's like god i wish you could remember the lyri- the lyrics but i wish i could remember what he said but it's just so weird and like yeah his narcissism during his expo speech is through the fucking roof and it's entirely pointless too and i think pepper Potts says says that later yeah this is a waste of time and money what what is the point to like get positive pr if you've solved you've got world peace like that's pr so like what's the point of any of this and we already have a world's fair so why don't you just do that (laughs) yeah and like when when he's talking to pepper after this she's like trying to talk to him about like actually running his fucking business she's like what about the wind farms what about that And, and he calls it a liberal agenda (laughs) <laughs> he said i'm no longer interested in the liberal agenda or something yeah. yes something along those lines which he was super interested in in the first movie because he was he caught his like big change of heart and he's like no i have to save the world right uh i guess the world is saved now like leave tony alone i didn't realize it until you mentioned that but later in the movie he does something else that's aggressively conservative Ew. yeah i i noticed throughout this movie that not only is it military boner it is a little bit it is the private sector can solve all our problems, Boner. Yeah. Iron Man is a libertarian. Yeah. No, absolutely he is. Okay. Uh, and like, I... Can I just say, I feel like this movie... Like we, we are, like I said, we get less of Pepper. Less of Coulson. Less of Coulson. Uh, and they've kind of just turned Pepper into like the naggy woman trope. Yep. Which like, if I was in her p- position, I would also be like annoyed and like... Because her entire career has been, like, picking up after this man-child. Yeah. And, like, basically running his business for him. And now she's actually going to be CEO. And he's still ruining that. He's getting in the way of that, even though it should be a lot smoother now that he's out of the picture. Yes. But, yeah. So, like, her entire, like, character in this is just, like, annoyed with him and trying to get him to do things. And he's just like, no, I'm going to go over here and, and secretly be dying and then get upset with you later because you didn't let like give me enough space to tell you that I was dying or something. Because he's apparently getting palladium poisoning. Yeah. From his the reactor core in his fucking chest cavity. Uh, and he has just like a little monitor that he'll occasionally like prick his finger and it'll just be yeah. like, like blood, blood toxicity, sugar. 23%. Yeah, I, I have he's to diabetic. assume it's something. It's something, yeah. At first I was like, that's stupid. Like, would you have the technology? Yes, you would. Yeah. If it's if it's like that, yeah. Um, but he's got like creepy little like tech veins. Yeah, on his the high tech crossword was a cute line. I think yeah. that was uh, Sam Jackson's character. Fuck. Nick Fury. Thank you. I was like, 
Solid snake. Solid snake. Solid snake. My brain just kept doing it. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so he is served a summons by... Oh, my God. I've already hot forgotten. Chick. Some hot I love chick. Her. Is she an actress? She's like yes. a name. She... I don't remember what her name is. She's in like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And... She's a gorgeous ginger woman. I think she's in a horror movie. Hold on. Kate Mara. Okay. So he served a summon by Kate Mara at the end of the expo. And he has like less than 12 hours to get across the country, which it's Tony Stark. Of course he can. But that seems like wildly short notice for a fucking Senate judicial hearing. Do you want to know something funny? Yeah, they gave him like literally like overnight notice. Okay. Backtracking to Kate Mara. She's in the 2015 Fantastic Four movie. As what? Uh, the, the girl one. The girl, the girl (laughs) of the four. Susan Storm. Yeah. (laughs) You're asking me for Marvel names. Thank you. (laughs) The the girl one. I don't fucking know. Yeah, she's, I guess she's not a ginger all the time, but she's impossibly gorgeous. And how dare they give her such little screen time? Uh, Yeah. And if they wanted to, they could have like tied that in later. Cause like, Mm. it does seem like they, they're so obviously like sowing the seeds for like, this character's going to be here later. Mm -hmm. And, uh. They can only do so much of that like early on. I feel like they're probably going to get better as it at it as like time goes. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to fucking testify in this Senate hearing and they hated it. And he's just like being arrogant and cocky and annoying as fuck the entire time. He's performing yeah. for an audience. He is exhausting to watch. And he turns around to Pepper and Pepper just rolls her eyes like, read the fucking room, Tony. And he's yeah. like, Haha, attention, make me go burn. Yeah, and so it's a fucking Senate hearing, right? Mm-hmm. Presumably the people present for these things are like senators and press and like no legal idea. like aides and shit. Uh but the the people in the audience are like laughing and like cheering him on Whooping. basically. And it's like is this is this really how these things go? I don't think so. I mean, historically Usually, there's at least one Brett Kavanaugh having some kind of meltdown and like crying yeah. on camera and like, Mwah. so like maybe that's Tony here. Those are like dead silent hearings. Like nobody yeah. enjoys watching C-SPAN. No one's cheering. No, there might be clapping. Shit, there yeah. might be some clapping. But uh, during the hearing, uh, Army Hammer is there. Justin Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he owns hammer ha- He owns hammer something or other industries. I think hammer industries. Yeah, well, that's Stark right. Industries. That, so I might be biased. But they're another military contractor, so he wants to be Tony Stark. He also seems like a nepotism baby. It's Hammer Advanced Weapon Systems. That sucks. Yep. But he owns the hammer company. Who cares? Pause. Hammer Advanced Weapon System. Pause. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he sucks. But also, I love him. Do you? I think he sucks perfectly. Okay. I think he acted the, the shit out of this role. Yes. He's so annoying. Look, no, I hate the he character. He did a great job. Right, right. I hate the character as a person, but I like the character as a character, you know? Yeah. Kind of like Tony Stark. Tony Stark's a bad person, but he's interesting. What else does Sam Rockwell do? Should I know him? Oh my God, yes. He does a sexy little dance in every fucking movie he's in. Really? I love That's him. Fun. I would die for him, which is in my notes, <laughs> would die for Sam Rockwell. And I address him as Sam Rockwell every time, full name. He's just a little worm in this movie. Yeah, he's so he's in Charlie's Angels, okay. and he also does a sexy little dance. He's just, I think he's great. And I feel like he probably had to ad-lib so many of the lines, which yeah. might be true throughout all of Iron Man, because there's so much crosstalk and so much, like, yeah, like ad-libby feeling lines between each other. And I could see John Favreau, like, asking for that more, because he, he's... He's a funny guy. Like, yeah. he comes from, like, that background. So, like, yeah, ad-libbing really is good. Yeah, really successful podcast, and I, which is all off yeah. the cuff. 
Oh, really? No, I make this joke every time. John Favreau is one of the Pod Save America boys. I don't listen to Same Pod name, Save but America. Different Why would I ever? Because 2016 was a dark time and you needed some good news. Not from them, I didn't. Well. All right. He is like, he's in there to like testify and they show footage of Iran and <sighs> North Korea. I don't remember. Uh, basically, they're like, well, other countries are trying to make these suits now because of you. So we need your suit. And, and then Tony hacks it. From he his, hacks it from his little weird phone without a screen. That you can see the contents of the screen from the back, which is like... A bad idea. Stupid. That's deeply bad. No, 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 no. Can you imagine? He hacks into a government TV, which like, I assume is just a TV with a media player like I think he's just casting it. to their Google Chrome and they couldn't figure it out. <laughs> he's plastic. He's- <laughs> Pl- plasting he's casting to their chromecast but he shows videos of like them all failing and one of them is hammer's like prototype i liked hammer you're on tv pay attention that was oh cute. it was so funny and yeah. it's just like this guy in a suit and the top half of the suit spins too far and there's like a bone crack oh noise. god it was awful. there's a lot of there's a lot of very uncomfortable body shit in iron man movies already it's we don't not as bad fine crack it's not as bad as The Incredible Hulk 2, where I had to watch syringe needles go That's into true. a man. I actually didn't have to watch that because I closed my eyes. <laughs> I'm an adult. Um, yeah, Tony Stark remains such a fucking asshole throughout this entire yeah. movie. But the Senate hearing immediately after the expo were just like back to back. Don't you love to hate this guy? Like they're really leaning into yeah. tech billionaire asshole. Tech billionaire asshole who's like a good guy. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Big, generous air quotes around good. Yeah, but basic, he, he makes an enemy out of, like, the the lead, like, senator on this, like, committee or whatever. I like And that, that, that comes back to play letter. Senators. Yeah, this guy seems like a jerk. Yeah. I bet he's a Republican. They won't tell me, though. I bet he, well, they would probably make him a Democrat because the Republicans are good in these movies. Yeah. Because the liberals just want too much government control. Oh, they want Ooh. hospitals for babies. <laughs> I did appreciate that, again, the villain, because we know that Ivan is building something. I don't think we yet know that Rockwell's going to be a baddie. Mm-hmm. He just comes off as smarmy. Yeah. Like, and like, so does Tony. So who knows? Um, but the again, like that the villain is physical. It's a man-made creation. There's no innate magic still in the universe. So Hulk mm-hmm. was a science experiment that went wrong. That's still like a physical man-made creation. But it's also fucking annoying to me that, again, it's Iron Man versus Iron Man. Hulk versus Hulk. Iron Man versus Iron Man. Like, yeah. give me the fucking sand guy from Spider-Man. <laughs> I liked him. He was fun. <laughs> I will say, okay, so when he first encounters Ivan, like, as, like, a villain with mm-hmm. his, like, his suit, uh, it's yeah. not a full suit. It's just kind of, like, a, a skeleton. A, a, yeah, a harness, like, put over him. Like Doc Ock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked his Electro whips. Yeah, he a little bad hoe, huh? He a, little, yeah. he a little naughty boy with them whips. He into some shit. I thought it was going to cause a real problem because there's just like electricity like sparking off of these yeah. things. And he cuts a fucking car in half. But they don't damage the ground as they're dragged across it. So oh, yeah, that's a good point. So I don't know. And they also didn't damage Tony's suit, which I really thought it was going to like. They didn't it cut did a little bit. It. But it's like. Tony's like got it like coiled around his neck and he's still moving and like there's like there's a lot of bullshit 
Yeah. But I think that those cars are made of like fiberglass or something. They have to be lightweight. Mm-hmm. So, Because I had the same note. I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. But Tony's suit, I also assume he like super reinforces at the neck and like the waist yeah. and like... That's like a good the point. open points. But they're at a Grand Prix and Tony's having his midlife crisis because his blood toxicity levels, ugh, un- uncontrollable. Uh, they're up to 50% now. It's wild to me that the entire first movie, this was not an issue at all, never addressed once. We start at 20% and we've already doubled it within like a day. It is like, it is a thing that seems engineered to like drive the plot a little bit, which is fine. But then like, it's very easily solved. Like Nick Fury comes along and... <laughs> Scarjo injects something into his neck without asking, and then he's fine. But that's later. I don't know. But, like, yeah, so Tony's like, I want to drive the car in this fucking race that I'm not trained to do, which, that's a bad idea. But then, Tony says something when he makes Pepper Pot CEO in the lab mm-hmm. that normally I am such a weak bitch for in movies, but Tony ruins it for me. He's manipulating her. Yes. He turns to her to make her CEO, and he says he's been looking for a CEO for a while. And then he says, it's always been you. Tony, don't do this. And he does, he has, like, a bottle of champagne, like, right there. So it was like, he was planning to do it, but also I don't trust that. He's very impulsive. He could absolutely just have champagne ready all the time he is psychotic this is very dark he's doing the thing of like when you know you're about to die and you're just like giving away all of your possessions right i just hate it it's always been you don't don't do this it hasn't which like to me it's very obvious that yeah it should be pepper pot because she's been running it behind the sidelines while you are a man child Mm -hmm. but yeah like it feels so empty i hated it And then also, so later on in the movie, this is jumping forward too much, but it's about her being CEO. She's like uh, in his office and on the TV is like, it's supposed to show like the media doesn't know how they feel about Pepper Potts being CEO. It's fucking Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. That guy. Because this movie is aggressively pro-conservative. And it's also 2010 before all the, some of the stuff came out. No, we knew. We had Tea Party by then. Well, yeah, we knew he was a bad guy, but we didn't know that he was going to get sued and then have to settle Oh, that, and leave that Fox stuff. News. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. No, we, we all knew Bill O'Reilly was a bad man. I was like, I assure you, we knew in 2010 that this dude sucked ass. Oh, 100%. So then after, after It's Always Been You, he immediately, like two scenes later is the boxing ring where he's with yes. Favreau, which is very funny yes. to me. I appreciate that Favreau's like literally a punching bag. That's cute. Yeah, and he's he's more in he's I think he had like a brief thing in the first movie, right? Yep, but yep. he's in a, a more involved character, and people call he's just called Happy. Happy. I, think I it's love really it. Cute. I loved it. Yeah, um, and he's the driver basically. Yes, he's okay. like, he's the body man. Yeah, so he carries the suit, obviously. Which also, mm-hmm. fuck, going back to that race, that suitcase suit reveal. That's really cool. That was great. That's going to be a very that. heavy. It's suitcase. literally a suitcase. And it's not, it's very confusing to me the weight of this suit because it does seem to change fucking constantly. Yeah. Pepper Potts, who is a dainty little woman Mm. who is the damsel in distress a lot of the time. Just throws it. Yeah, she throws it. And like get some distance. Yeah. If I tried to throw something that weighed a thousand pounds. No, that's the Hulk. (laughs) How much does the Iron Man suit weigh? I feel like we discussed this in the first one, but it's like unreasonably. Six to eight hundred pounds. Nuh-uh. You told me Pepper tossing six hundos? 
No. The Marvel movies are not expected to have any kind of like scientific or like engineering like realism because, oh, we're going to talk about the element he discovers in a little okay, bit. We, we're so far. We're Yeah, I know. We're jumping. We're hip hopping around. We're hip- Yes, absolutely. This is very chaotic. But yeah, the, the suit cannot weigh 800 pounds at any point in these movies. But I do it's love so that nice. it's a suitcase. It's really cute. It's a suitcase. I love it. That's clever. Um, inefficient. Okay, so before the race, it's still the boxing ring because that's when like he realizes he's going to hire Scar Jo, famous yeah. Asian American actress. Yes. And she does that little bendy move to get into the ring, and I become gay or yeah, because Tony's just being an asshole, and he's like, "Well, you get in the ring," and she and Pepper Potts is like, "No, don't, don't do that to some person that legal sent us yeah. to notarize." She's gonna be a things. lawsuit. Was She's funny. gonna be a lawsuit, and like she gets in the ring and like is also talking to Tony because he's like trying to banter with her, mm. and then yeah, the banter was good. The banter the was movie, good. The banter is usually really good. They do I don't job. want Scar Jo to be as sexy as she is. I know, dude. It sucks. It sucks. Her hair also gets progressively worse throughout the movie. Yeah, like it literally, does. literally each time she's on scene, her hair is worse than it was the previous scene. The very end of the movie is a little bit horrendous. It's like CGI. It's like it's they like twisted her hair un- instead of curling it. Unreasonably curly. Yes, it's so bad. And there's like individual. I don't like understand coils of hair. That's I don't not. Know. That's not how. No. No, unless it's dreadlocks, which would be another Worse. issue. And frankly, on how many for races are you, Scarlet? Yeah, yeah. Well, today didn't she once say she could play a fucking tree? She, fuck you, Scarlet Johansson. I don't want to talk about Scarlet too much. It'll okay, make so anyway, me the, mad. the boxing scene's good. Uh, yeah. Threatens of a lawsuit. Good. He says, "I, I want one." Yes. Annoying. He pulls up her lingerie photos. He pulls up her lingerie photos. He's like, "Let's Google this person," which. Later on, I'm sorry, we find out she's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Why would she have all of this, like... I, she should. They made, like, an identity for her. Yes. And they clearly, like, put this on the internet somewhere. It, but it's like, there's too much Mm-mm. to where she could just be a normal person. I'm sorry, she spoke, like, how many languages? Like One five. of them being Latin. Yeah. Like, Latin, reasonable, but Latin, Russian, English, like, I think there was French in there or She is shit. Russian. She is Russian, yes. But, like... She speaks all of these different languages. She also modeled, and now she's it. She's a notary sent to you from legal. She's higher than a notary, but she is also a notary. Yes. Okay. But like, if you were trying to make a new identity for somebody in like witness protection or something like that, I how do you make a less conspicuous I'm person? This. Yeah. So they needed to make her conspicuous. They knew that Tony was going to Google her. They knew that they had to have those photos on background when they found her. When he <laughs> they, found her. They had to that find, was a like, selling point for him. Like, I guess. This is, like, <sighs> Natasha is, like, her whole thing is amazing spy. Like, that's her mm-hmm. ability. Tony Stark is a narcissist tech billionaire playboy piece of shit. So, but ScarJo's whole thing is she's incredible mm-hmm. at her spying. So, and she has all the resources of S.H.I.E.L.D. behind her. So mm-hmm. I actually argue, as much as I want to hate everything that she has ever been involved in, it makes <laughs> perfect sense for her to have this background. They knew that Tony was going to look her up. They needed to fill it. Okay. She probably has several different of these identities throughout all of That's the Marvel true. movies. That she's like, yeah. she's like six different people if you like Google different names kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's fine. I sure. let it slide because... Magic super spy. I think all they needed to get Tony on board was the lingerie photos. Yes. And then, well, then they did the languages 
well, those are real, but they also like had to have like an actual background for her, an actual CV that is suspicious to you and I, because what the fuck does a girl in legal need this for? But that is to make Pepper trust her. That's, yeah, that's fair. Because yeah, like Pepper doesn't initially. Mm -mm. She's too hot. I get it. She's, she's too hot. And now we literally go from, it's always been you to one or two scenes later and he's just ogling, ogling, whatever they said. Very openly. And just like, he sucks, dude. He sucks yeah. so much. And I'm supposed to believe that Pepper tolerates it because she loves him? No, girl, run. At the very end of Iron Man, he's like, yeah, and like, if I was a superhero, I would need like a girlfriend and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But he was meaning her. He's like, you want to be my girlfriend? But in like the most narcissist, like assholey way he possibly could. About me, me, and, me, like, me. Make yeah, me, 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 and like didn't actually ask if the, if she wanted to be with him, and like they're not in this movie. They're obviously not I, together because he's just doing this. And yeah, like what's, I hate him. What's the point, Tony? <laughs> A question I ask several times throughout all of these movies. What's the point? What are we doing here? Okay, so then we get to the race. Finally, um, the fuck I had a ghoul in. What's the what's the other journalist? Christine Everhart. So Christine Everhart, who's the journalist in the first movie, comes back, which I appreciate because I think she's a reasonably good name yeah. to have such small roles in these movies. Just a recurring but character. It's just like a fun little, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like I like when big celebrities take mm-hmm. very small roles. I just think it's cute and nice. Okay, so she comes back and Pepper says she did a nice mm. spread on Tony last year. You petty queen. She definitely meant it that way, and then Tony and. He was like, and she also wrote something about me. And it was a nice article or a nice interview or whatever. That was, I was just like, oh, girl, you fucking spoiled Which, me. like, I don't know that she deserves to be treated that way, but also it's funny. Does she? Was She She was not, like, a bad guy. She was like, hey, why are you a fucking... She was a journalist sleeping with her subject. But she did call him a war criminal. Yeah. Which he is. And we need more which people telling him that. I don't know. She is painted to be, like, the crazy, like, one night stand that's like, I thought we were something. And I don't like that. Yeah. They did a little bit in the first, like, she was clearly, like, uh, like, like, not, what's the word? She was upset that, like, later on in the movie, like, after she had, like, slept with Tony and, like, she she reappears later and she's, like, clearly, like, pissed at him. Could um, be. I think she's just pissed at him because he sucks, though. Because she like left she in the morning. She got kicked like, out by Pepper Potts in the morning. It was funny, which is yeah. funny. I, don't God, know. I still love that. Okay, so then we finally get to the actual race. He's racing in it. Sam Rockwell is there, and his again the banter even between him and Christine Everhart is so good, and I refuse to believe that was scripted because so much yeah. of it is. Just it's like well acted in almost, that it is know? awkward and shows like how smarmy and uncomfortable he is. He like it's perfect. He wants to be the charismatic so Tony funny. Stark CEO, and he's just terrible at it i love it yeah he's like we're not actually competitors you know when once he realized that tony's actually driving his own car he's like we're not competitors like that because he's like i'm not gonna drive that fucking car (laughs) and then the whips come out they're cool as hell dude and again there are so many innocent people just murdered in this process i choose to believe they all survive okay they they were wearing helmets in open top cars with yeah he just walks out into the middle of the racetrack and he starts whipping cars little freak it rules little bdsm he's so scary yeah i love him um he just looks so much like matt hardy i just can't unsee it it's wild uh also he's enormous yeah he's a big guy 
I didn't realize how enormous he was on the racetrack because he's not next to normal people. Like he's mostly just next to vehicles or the Iron Man suit, which I'm always kind of like wishy-washy on how big that suit is. I think it's like six mm-hmm. four or something. But then you see him later next to Sam Rockwell and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. He's an enormous man. Yeah. And it's like once he starts whipping cars like Pepper Potts is like, Let's we go. gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Like I so appreciate her. She's like, we gotta go right now. Happy. And then he like gets into the car and they're driving the wrong way yeah. on this racetrack, which is very scary. Yeah. But like Happy is like, this is my job. I know what I have to do. This is fine. And then fucking plows him. It was so good. Mind you, he runs him over. That was great. Yeah. I also liked were pins you aiming, him up against the side. Yeah. Were you aiming for me or him? Because I can't tell. It was funny. Yeah. Like, chill out. You're being helped. It was really good. Uh, Pepper screaming the entire time was also hilarious to me. It was hilarious, and then it wasn't, and then it was kind of funny. Yeah. Which like, ah, she's like freaking out. I agree that 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 was dragged out a little bit. The the before the before the suit. Yeah. He's like trying to open the car door, right. and then. Happy's backing up so the car door closes and like yeah. Pepper's screaming the whole time yeah. and Mickey Rourke keeps chopping the car into smaller pieces really with funny. his whips. Really He's cute. whipping the whip. He's whipping the whip. There we go. <laughs> then I have it all caps. Is this movie good for question marks? I hate that I love this. Yeah. Um, his French is bad. I don't remember who's French. Is it? I think it's Tony Stark. Uh. Oh, yeah, because he when he's talking to like French oh, okay. officials. Because he's going to the jail after uh, yeah. Matt Hardy's been arrested. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He speaks French and I'm like, you make, you're too rich to be this bad at French. Yeah. But yeah, even, I think even on the racetrack, like when, when he's like whipping around and stuff, like uh hammer in the like press pit is like kind of, kind of looking at him like, huh. And it's like, oh, you're the bad guy. He's looking at him like he a snack and he's correct. He a snack. He's like, mm. Mm. I like whips. Hey, okay. That's fine. Good for him. Um, If you can make God bleed, people will stop believing in him. I loved that line. I loved it. That line went so hard. Yeah. He also, so yeah, Tony goes into this French prison and is like, kind of like poking fun at this guy who he had just been in a Senate hearing saying like, there's no way anybody else could have this technology. And this dude just shows up with this with technology, the same stuff. So Tony's like making fun of him like, oh, well, you should have done this and like made the the sequence like he this. He did the and, evil like, villain monologue that ends up working against him. Like, what were you fucking thinking? Yeah. He's giving him design tips. Yeah. And he uses them. Yeah. And then, yeah, <sighs> fucking... Mickey Rourke is delivering delivering bangers of lines, yeah. like the "If you can make God bleed." But he he go, he goes off. He's like, "You come from a family of thieves and butchers, yes. and you try to rewrite your own history." Also, at one point, he says, "My father is the reason you're alive." Yeah. Hey, uh, did your did your dad fuck Tony's mom? I did. I was like, "What does that line even mean?" Because there's no like, we didn't know yet. Well, is there an allusion to like Anton and Stark built the arc the original arc reactor originally? And then he modified that arc reactor to make his new heart. So he wouldn't have had some, he wouldn't have known how to make the original big arc reactor, which he then shrank. Right. Because like in my brain, I was just like, did you fuck Tony's mom? I mean, let's not rule it out, baby. No, he was a very uncaring father. I'm sure he was a very like distant husband as well. Right. Maybe that's the real reason they split. The real reason. He had a man deported, dude. Yeah. Disgust. No, straight up. Horrible. And, like, Tony knows none of this. He's just like, this is a random Russian dude who somehow came up with the same technology, which should be scarier. Yeah. You should be more concerned. Don't, I just can't get over him monologuing to this man. What the fuck are you thinking? 
Okay, so then on his way out is when he makes the fucking rape joke. He says, I'll get you a bar of soap for prison. Oh, I did not. I did not pick up. up. I was so annoyed. I'm so sick of those fucking jokes, dude. It's not, it's not funny if it's in prison. It's not funny ever. Stop doing it. No. Fuck. Okay. But at least I don't think there was a transphobic joke in this, which is. That's good. Thanks. That's something. Baby steps. Baby steps. Tony trying to get Pepper to go on his end of life vacation was pathetic when they're on the jet together and he's like let's just take a vacation let's just go away he's like so i can die on vacation with you and make you have to deal with my affairs tony go get a fucking will go get an executor who isn't pepper Potts. stop putting everything on her plate prepare for death like a goddamn adult it's the weird pride thing of like i won't tell you that i'm dying but i'll just die in front of you and that's fine i know and he later on he's like, I was gonna tell you, but you like didn't eat my omelet that I made you. And weird. he's and he brought her an omelet and she's like, Did you cook this? And he's like, Where where do you think I've been for the past three hours? Is that what he said? That omelet took him three yeah. hours? That's so funny. <laughs> it took him three hours. It's so funny. Okay, so then there's then we cut back to Matt Hardy, who I at some point apparently started calling Ed Hardy, which is unfortunate. <laughs> my notes are gonna get really confusing. Then we cut back to the prison, Ivan Vanko is receiving explosive potatoes yes just a bomb in his potatoes the whole setup is actually very clever i appreciated it it was smooth it was efficient it wasn't over explained they just did showed not told in the appropriate way hulk take notes yeah and then we get a second explosion from which ivan walks away from without looking at it i'm like shit he is a badass huh you're really communicating yeah. this to us he's a very scary man he does who doesn't not give look at explosions sam rockwell in the airline hangar eating fine dining on a cloth napkin is fucking iconic i love him he's a great villain yeah he's such a stupid villain but he's he's really good at what he's doing yeah that's it's also why i have to assume he's a nepotism baby he does he did not get here by himself (laughs) he's so incompetent i love it this is where i have jesus christ heart he's huge he's huge yeah um i want to give a special shout out to sam rockwell's pinky ring oh i didn't notice that that's lovely perfect it's like you know like the little flat top ones that dudes wear Mm -hmm. i loved it was the bird his bird or not? No, it's not his bird. He just bonds with it and then doesn't ask for his bird again? He just gives up on getting his bird? Yeah, so he sits down at the, at the dinner table with Sam Rockwell, at, who he's playing Army Hammer, not actually Army Hammer. Whatever. I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter. But he's like... Maxwell Hammer. I want you to come work for me uh, and make me an Iron Man. The whole time, Ivan's not saying anything. And then at the very end of his like evil... like villain speech uh hammer's just like hey do you speak english and ivan's just like i want my bird why didn't he ask from the start unbelievable do you speak english like right off the bat first so dumb but yeah so like in the very beginning of the movie i loved this like while i was watching it like ivan's making his suit and his electro whips and there's a like a parrot hanging out with it's like a cockatiel or something i don't know but it's just like hanging out with him so he's like i want my bird and yeah hammer's just like oh we can probably make that happen apparently not i feel like that should be the easiest fucking thing yeah yeah he broke this guy out of like a prison in a foreign country his house no consequences except for like at the very end right his house is in siberia it's not like he's guarded just Go get the fucking bird. It's so weird to me. It, like, that's the weirdest part to me. And also that Ivan gives up on it. If I ask yeah. for Magnus and you bring me some other idiot dog, no. Go get my dog. It's very confusing. The, the bird was important enough for him to ask for it repeatedly, and it was his only demand. Then he doesn't get it, and he's like, that's fine. 
what what's the point of this bit? The only thing that humanized him was like him wanting his bird, and then I yeah, that. he just didn't give a shit. I I loved it too. I wanted it to be more. I of wanted a it thing. to matter. I wanted, yeah, I wanted his bird to speak because <laughs> I I just assume all parrots can talk. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> I assume Magnus can talk when I leave the room. He just chooses not to engage with me because I'm a woman. He doesn't believe I should have rights. That's the entire plot of Cats and Dogs. Holy shit! Or whatever that movie was. <laughs> okay, so. Originally, they couldn't get him to speak when he's in French jail. And I'm sorry, in mm-hmm. Monaco jail, where they speak French. They couldn't get his name, so they couldn't get any background information on him. They, like, did they not run fingerprints? Did they not literally have nothing? Because Tony Stark does pull up this dude's entire life history in like a second after meeting him. He like sits down with Jarvis and it's like, here's his name, get me everything, and just does. But he gets more information later from uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, because. Right. Uh, there, there's nothing in there about like Ivan's dad having worked with Tony. Yes, Stark. there is. Is there like because he seemed he was so surprised by all of it later when Nick Fury was talking about it. I think he didn't know. I guess shit, you're right. But he knows. No, you're right. It's only that he was deported, that he was working on tech, and that he allegedly was a turncoat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And then to, and then he's like, hey, "What's up? Uh, what's up with the Vancos? You know?" And <laughs> yeah. then Samuel fills him in on the your dad and Vanko work together okay you're right yeah. you're right um so the new roads is a great fucking counter to tony it so it's it's not long after that so after he gets back from the french prison he's supposed to have a birthday party but he's feeling a little bit sick oh. because his blood's toxic he's a little pouty baby and he asks natasha who is now like doing some unspecified role at the company well she's now know. his pa like pepper was oh okay I don't know why she's in the office later. That was all, like that was another confusing role to me. I don't know. She just seems to be, you know, like right hand guy at this point, which is fine. She uh, is like helping him get ready for this party. And he's just like, if you knew something was going to be your last birthday party, what would you do? And she's like, I would do whatever the fuck I wanted. Which- With whomever I wanted. She also hands him a martini and says, is it dirty enough? The whole thing is weird. <sighs> why is she hitting on him? What does she hope to gain? Like legitimately, I did not understand the motivations for that. At this point, you're already in. Like, you don't need to sell it anymore. You're in. He's not putting the moves on you. You're forcing this. Your goal is to keep an eye on him. Don't you think that fucking him would make things a little more complicated, especially when you're already aware of his relationship with Pepper? Like, yeah. what? And there's no way she wanted to fuck him anyway. Right. The whole thing so was she's just, just like, like, that was bad spy to me. That was like yeah. trying to make the audience think that she's bad, maybe, because we didn't yet know she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. I don't know. It was Yeah, weird. that's true. I don't know. I didn't like it. it. Yeah. And it, and it never comes up again. It's just like, nope, she's just hot. <laughs> that was that was there for me. <laughs> I don't know. It's this weird almost seduction. And then for what? You don't have to prove to me that Scarlett Johansson's sexy. I've seen her. We all know. Yeah. I have eyes. So after that is he, it cuts to him at his birthday party in the Iron Man suit. And he's drunk off his ass. And he's like messing around. And I hate this fucking scene. Can you imagine being at a party? Yes, you can. Because we live in the Midwest where everyone is drunk and someone gets guns out. You leave immediately. Oh my god, it's so scary, and it's just all of these, like, women in, like, cocktail dresses, like, cheering and getting so excited, and, like, throwing stuff in the air for him to shoot at, and I'm like, there's glass falling. So dumb. Oh, it's so scary, and Pepper's like, I can handle this, I can handle this, and eventually Rhodey is just like, no, you fucking can't. can't. (laughs) I gotta go put on a suit. He also pisses himself on stage. Yeah. And then... 
And, like, questions were answered about, like, how does he piss in the suit? Apparently, there's just a filtration system in there somewhere, and it's clean enough to be drinking water now. Our question wasn't whether or not he could... I know. Somebody had that question. Tony, that wasn't our question. We want to know, do the suit jack you off? I want to know if there's a hydraulic motor in there that jacks you off. Yeah. I mean, if he thought of the piss thing. Probably. He's a bachelor. (laughs) He's a very horny man. Um, I'm also just going to bring up again, it's so important to me that everyone knows that Fergie did piss herself on stage as well um i'm sorry yep did not know that. yeah you know the duchess fergie i know i know fergie <laughs> she she did a piss on herself that sucks was it while she was singing the london song probably it was while she was singing something oh, okay but that sucks poor fergie no it's fine she had about as much pushback as tony stark did for pissing himself on stage apparently this is a normal yeah. thing that people just do and announce into a microphone well fergie didn't announce it was visible oh no she's wearing like light green cargo shorts or something This can probably all be cut, if I'm being honest. Again, no. (laughs) I just really wanted Audrey to know. All of the the Fergie stuff, we don't need to keep it. Yeah, I just wanted wanted Audrey to know that I think Fergie and Iron Man have piss kinks. (laughs) And Pepper's like, it's not sexy. It's not. Piss yourself on stage, it's not sexy. I'm like, I think he thinks it is, dude. He's, he doesn't, he's not trying to be sexy. He's just trying to be fun drunk guy. We've got He's a like, I'm the life of the party. Is all I'm saying. Hey, John Favreau is working out his stuff, man. Oh, there were also feet in this. Again, we see Ivan's feet a lot, a lot. His nails are like an inch thick. Blech. His nails are too much, dude. Yeah, there's a, again mm. a lot of feet. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird how much fucking feet I'm seeing in these movies. And I wouldn't notice it if he didn't point it out, but once you do, I'm like, oh yeah, sure thing, huh? Yeah. I hate feet so much that when I see them. It is the focal point of the next 30 seconds. Why are you showing me feet? Why have you done this? Does this add anything? No, which means it's just for you. Which means, John Favreau, <laughs> you and a feet, baby? He can talk to, uh, oh, who is it? Pulp Fiction guy. Yep, there we go. All right. <laughs> I liked this Iron Man fight. It did, again, go a little long, but not as bad as the car scene. Yes. I liked, this was another moment where I really liked the new roads. I think they did a good job with the, the banter mm-hmm. and the balance between them. I think they play well. Yes, He's more of an adult. He's more of like, because like in the first one, they make jokes about Rhodes being his babysitter. He doesn't have a, whole, no. a handle on Tony at all in that movie. In this movie, he's like actually taking charge. He's like, no, knock it off. I'm going to put on an Iron Man suit. And then Tony is just like, yeah, I'm going to fight you. Like, dude, just just put it down. Like, it's fine. Yeah. He can't. His ego literally won't let him. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's sober enough to like have this I don't think he is. Fight. I, think, I think a sober Tony Stark. Yeah, I think a sober Tony he Stark. He holds his own. destroyed Rhodes because he has so much more experience in this suit. Okay. And it, Rhodes is wearing the like is initial it? like iteration of the suit. I assume that it ha- just wasn't painted. I, it has to be because it's, it's the silver one. I, I think it's the silver one like before he figured out the icing oh, issue Maybe. in the movie. But I could be wrong. He could because it's like and he has the very first one that he made in like the terrorist gotcha. cave and then the silver okay. one and then like his one. So I think it's like the less advanced version, which is probably a good thing because then yeah. Rhodes and just he, flies I like that they away mentioned like it. Tony does have auto shut off. Tony has remote control of all of these suits. Yeah. And he's still just like, bye. I think it's because he's dying. Yeah, he he must not care at that point the suit needs to be in good hands and i think Rhodes is good hands so i think that's part of why he lets it go that's that's fair but it's also it makes me it, i think it's dumb that like Rhodes can just get into the suit without having any and there's no fitting it whatsoever. and also 
And there's no fitting. That's what I was about to say is like, they are different people. And we've talked about this before. This, these yeah. suits have to he be wears like a skin suit under tight. one of them at the expo. And it's not wrinkled when he gets out. So yeah. like how much room is in that suit for him? It's so weird. CGI does not wrinkle clothes. We know this. <laughs> Good. Um, also, I noticed that the suits are super fucking loud. Yeah. So if in the future, if you ever try to convince me that he's sneaking around, no. Every single little <laughs> movement he makes has like the hydraulic whirring noise. Every single bend yeah. of everything. He also, he just has no subtlety in him whatsoever. No. So if he tries to sneak around in the first place, like I feel like that's silly. Um, now I just have Coulson in all caps five times. I have Coulson with like six ends. Yeah. I don't remember why. Oh, he shows up in the, <laughs> when he's building the, no, not yet, before that. He shows up, oh, with Samuel on like the new terrace yes. that they've accidentally built by shattering a wall. Yeah. And they're like, you can't leave this house that has three walls. I thought that was kind of funny. They're just like, you're in time out. Yes. Um, you did a bad thing and now you have a little project. I also like that I don't believe that they could have stopped him from leaving that house. No, and they didn't. Because he, he, he did leave, right. and then he came back, and Coulson is like, so I heard you left. No, that was a perimeter breach because he drilled, I think. Oh, okay. I don't think he left the house well. yet. But, which also just brings back to the question of, how the fuck is he getting this shit manufactured so fast? I don't know. It, it pisses me off. The first one was kind of okay because they were really small parts. They were, I don't know, hypothetically easier to manufacture the suit pieces than this, I don't know what this thing is. This, they don't tell me. This tube that creates elements. Yeah. I. It's like he tears up his floor and tears out like big electrical wiring things, which he would have to have heavy duty electronics in order to like operate his like workshop in the basement. So I'm guessing he just has like very heavy duty like electrical cables and stuff like okay. that. But he pulls that out. And then, yeah, these weird like long cylinder things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't care that much. I think it's very strange. For everyone that doesn't know, Audrey is literally a scientist. I have a chemical engineering degree. You work in science now. I work in science currently. It doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to make sense. I work sense. in logistics and I also agree this doesn't make fucking sense. Our power is combined. Tony Stark is fiction. You heard it here first. <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> Nick Fury brings him like tapes and like notes that his, his dad had from when he worked useless. with Anton. Which are largely useless. Like he's just flipping through handwritten notes of like differential equations and shit. It's nothing. It means anything. Even the video no. is nothing. It's... It, Literally all he needed was the plaque on the map that said, this is the key to the future, or whatever that little yeah. plaque, because nothing clicks until then. Yes. It's very weird. It's very weird that his dad left him, like, no, no clear instruction. Yeah. Not like, what the? F it's so weird. I don't think we know how he died, though. So maybe it was very sudden, and he thought he'd have right. years and years. So I, I don't know. It might have, yeah. But he did say, like... We don't have the technology for this now. Hopefully you right. will in your future. So he he had the idea of this new elements, which there's a lot of issues that I have with that in the first place because like the way elements are constructed, like they you've got your your neutrons, your protons, your electrons, and we have the periodic table lined up where it's like it's very easy to predict what elements are going to be. And basically now when we discover new elements, they're like in the very bottom, like right hand corner, where it's like U U Q, U U U, like whatever. They're they're these elements that, in order to synthesize them, it basically takes a lot of energy 
their half-lives are incredibly short. So when they do get synthesized, they last for like a fraction of a fraction of a second. And that's what he's made to make his heart last forever. He does by himself Mm -hmm. with whatever equipment he just has already in his own house. Long tube. Long tube, electrical power. He lines up a laser with a triangle of something. After cutting his house in half. It's stupid. And he's not hes not like a chemist. He's just a guy. And then he makes this triangle of this new element, which they don't name because like, I vaguely know that like vibranium and adamantium are like Marvel things that they made up, which if you want to do that, fine. But those I think are alloys of like pre-existing things. But he discovers a new element. And then... He plugs it into his arc reactor and Jarvis is like, this is a perfect replacement for palladium and I'm running tests on it right now. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Jarvis, you don't know what this thing is either. Jarvis, what You're a little computer. Specifically. What do you mean? It's very weird. Um, thank you for explaining all that chemical stuff to me because I was like, this seems questionable, but eh. It absolutely is. We're, we're not just like still discovering elements. That's not really a thing anymore. But it'd be fun. It would be fun and a little science fiction-y. Yeah. And like, it, theoretically, it's not any worse than like... Tasha, like, tapping on a keyboard and hacking into things. Hey, nope. It's the I'm same actually not going to complain about that. You'll, we'll get to it. ScarJo's hair got suddenly very bad. I think this is when they are in the donut shop. Oh, yeah. Which is, a, which is I, again, I'll give them a great shot. I loved the framing of Tony in that donut. I loved this panning yeah. out and seeing Sam Jackson yelling at him. That was all very cute and good. I, I really like that yeah. scene. Um, ScarJo's hair, this is the first time we notice, gets bad. Something happened. Where, like, it stopped being her hair and started either being really bad CGI or a really cheap wig. And I know they had enough money. So what are we doing? I don't think they would have CGI'd her hair. I think it's probably just a wig. It's such and a it's bad just wig. poorly styled. Is it, like, her hair is mostly fine when she's dressed like a normal person. Right. And as soon as she gets into, like, the agent, like, Romanoff or whatever, she's, like, bad hair. It's so bad. It's, like so PC or something like yeah that's not how curly hair moves I don't know it was all weird it's very strange but yeah Nick Fury's like so she's a she's an agent and she's really badass and we love her oh my god girl boss can keep guessing and don't tell Pepper <laughs> not really but like why don't they tell Pepper I don't know I feel like she has a right to know she's the CEO now and this person's working underneath yeah. her and might need to suddenly go off and do secret agent things and also, when she's, like, doing – I know her name is Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she is one of those superheroes that has their face showing constantly, which is, like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody has a secret identity so far. But it's, like, why can't why can't Pepper know? Pe- Pepper knows about Agent she- – like, S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, talks to Agent Coulson and shit. Why can't Who's Agent know? S.H.I.E.L.D. to you? Nobody. Okay, just checking. I um, said Agent, and then I was like, no, I just mean S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but the difference is – None of those people go undercover. Yeah. Natasha goes undercover and no one knows. It's not like she's never had an, a press conference where she says, I am Black Widow. Yeah. She's she's never seen. Nobody knows who she is. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's why she has a secret identity. I don't know why they're keeping it from Pepper. Do they not yeah. trust her? I don't. Are they just like super? They're probably just super secretive about Shields Intel. I don't know. Pepper is a lot more professional than Tony is. I would trust her over Tony in a fucking RB, dude. Every day. Backtracking a smidgy. So just before the long tubes, the long cylinders. Yeah. When he's doing the very cool interacting 3D with the map. I like that. Yeah. With the lights. 
it doesn't make any sense. It's not no. It's not a thing. We didn't actually have voice controlled anything in 2010. I don't think. But no. now we have like I can turn my lights on by talking to Google. So like, thank you, Iron Man. Yeah, and not only can he talk to Jarvis, but Jarvis can take a three dimensional scan of this. Like he has the the city of the future or whatever that his dad came up with, mm-hmm. and there it's just this big model. And he controls Jarvis it with his hands, scans it. but there's no tech in his hands. So how there's no tech in his hands. It's just a holographic projection, and he's like zooming in and zooming out, and he's like, "Well, let's move all of these buildings this way." Whoa! How did Jarvis classify those buildings so fast? Like, get rid of the pedestrian pathways. I'm like, how do you know what is and isn't? Do you want me to include the Belgian waffle stands or whatever the fuck? That's funny. Which is the second time in this movie that they mention Belgian waffles. Really? Yes, because in one scene, like after Don Cheadle takes the Iron Man suit to the military, they're like, "Let's get Hammer to like militarize it," and he's showing off all of these weapons and he shows off a belgian gun and he's like belgium's not just great for their waffles what a weird detail hey, huh? sam rockwell has terrible trigger tr- trigger finger trigger like uh shit i know what you're talking about oh god it's the reddit joke discipline yeah trigger he discipline he's not supposed discipline. to have his finger on that he does not look like he could handle a gun like every single gun he pulls out his finger is hooked around the trigger and i'm like what are you, you doing you don't do that i don't know shit about guns i know I you know don't, you don't do, do that, that. yeah yeah so then, he, so after he's done like messing with the map 3D, which is super pretty and cool, I like it as much as I like the like UI inside of his helmet when he's in the suit. Yeah. I like both of I no, think they do cool. a really pretty and I like it. It's just nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we turn this movie into a bit of a national treasure, Nick Cage treasure hunt as we're fucking with the map <laughs> yeah. that I like. Um, That's fun. I like puzzle boxes yeah. and like silly little things like that. It's fun. It's like my dad left me the secret that he couldn't have just written down somewhere. In like no further detail. Yeah. Just very confusing and weird and cryptic. The America shield, the Captain America shield was a little on the fucking nose and I hated it, dude. (sighs) Yeah, it was silly. And like if I'm going into this and like I'm a Marvel Comics super fan, like I can see that being like, oh my God. Uh, But that's not the next movie. The next movie's Thor. (laughs) Well, yeah. But I liked in Hulk, they did like the purple pants was just less beating me over the fucking head with a reference they were just like purple come on and he throws them aside and they move on and it's perfect the shield is just like it's a, it's a little silly it feels like brand placement for fucking beats headphones <laughs> yeah and he uses it to just level like i thought okay i think the lore is that uh captain america's shield has like one of the like it's either adamantium or vibranium or whatever in it unobtainium and yeah. maybe Unobtainium? It's an Avatar joke. Oh. It's the only impact the Avatar movie has had on the cultural zeitgeist. Please continue. Okay. Yeah, I was like, can't you take it out of there then? But no, this element thing that he comes up with is a separate thing. And I don't know if weird. that shield is made of that material or if that shield is a prototype prop because at some point... Well, yeah, why does he have it? It's just like in his workshop with his other that's stuff. That's explained. Okay. Not not in this movie, but in, in future movies that's explained. All right. It's weird. To, I don't think... I think that shield is a prop because at some point Captain America is like a mascot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's used for propaganda. Right, or and I don't know if when he's being when he's in mascot mode, if he has the real shield or not. Okay, so yeah, that, that might be sense. just like like a propy shield. Then Agent Coulson is like, I have to go to Area Fifty Two. There's some alien shit in New Mexico. Bye. Is that what he? No, he does say New Mexico, and I'm like, <laughs> he does say New Mexico. I couldn't remember That's why, so I did text my friend because I forgot it was in the it's in the after credit scene why he goes there. But I texted mm-hmm. my friend. I was like, why the fuck does Coulson go to New Mexico again? And then I, and then I was like, oh, Area Fifty Two, Ro- Roswell or whatever. Rosewell? Isn't it Area 51? Oh, it's Studio 52. <laughs> That's very Oops. funny. Colson's going to Studio 52, baby. Is that even right? Is it studio? <laughs> studio? No. 54? Shit. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I feel like Area 52 was like a bit in like a different It's Studio 54, Area. And it's Area 54? No, that's a dance club. Area, good. Okay, shit. Where were we? Colson runs. Yeah, Colson has to go to New Mexico to investigate Roswell, not Area 52, which is in Nevada. He lasers his house in half. It's a triangle. Tony Stark is a lesbian confirmed. Happy Pride Girls. You said that you're a lesbian girl. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it went from being impossible to create this new element to within, like, I don't know, time is hard to tell in these movies, but suddenly he's just done it, Stupid. like, instantly. So Yeah, like, within a couple of days, he's, like, sledgehammering his house and, like, jackhammering the floor and it's dumb and stupid and he just does it and he just makes an out just makes it like first try well we don't know if it's first try but whatever um we cut to ivan who's not doing as daddy sam rockwell told him to do he's disobeying he's so mad he's so mad he's making his own stuff aka he got an iron man and he's like i'm just gonna do this one now yeah i do like that he's like drones are better he's Correct. Yeah, he's right. Like, that's how warfare is generally carried out now. Fewer casualties. And, like, you want to automate things whenever possible, like, stuff like that. To be clear, we are not in favor of drones. No, God, no. (laughs) But from Ivan's perspective, it makes sense. You want to eliminate human error. And the the part that I wrote down about this scene, so Sam Rockwell's, like, going off, and he's like, you didn't do what I asked you to. I'm going to go show off my Iron Man at this expo. Maybe I'll even get laid. Weird. He also, um, and... (laughs) What a weirdo! He takes away a bunch of Ivan's possessions, including his shoes, in which case we see his feet again. His feet. His real weird feet. Stop doing this. What a a guy. Um, He's also... (laughs) has a chance to start over from scratch. He can make any weapons he wants. He, he has so many resources behind him. And he's like, I want whips again, baby. But better. Yeah, I want fancier whips. He's really good at it. I think it's fun. He's a little freak, I'm telling you. Hammer is just like, all right, I'm leaving these two guards with you. And I'm just like, oh, you think these two guards? Like, I also hate hanging bodies. It's, oh, oh God, I hate it so much. And it showed him, it showed them way too much. I wanted to die. It just casually, Ugh. like, at some point, Ivan calls Tony and he's like, ha ha, I'm going to get you. Uh, and in the background, you just see the, the bodies. two guards hanging from the ceiling. Horrible. I hate it. I don't, I, hate I, it. I just, no. I, you can make your point with their, like, them just being, like, laying on the floor. I, it's a lot. There's so much in this movie is where they're like, He's bad. Do you get it? Do you get how bad he is? He's bad. Do you get that he's bad? And like just keeps. Yeah. Army Hammer says, I have real Stark technology now. And your, Ivan, overpriced suits are going to look bad. Those are your suits, dude. Yeah. You manufactured those. You helped engineer them. You funded them. And now you're saying they're trash compared to the Tony Stark. I just... That was good character for me. Hammer is just like a secret Tony fanboy. Yes. Like, it's very weird. It was a good touch for him to just be like, these are your suits now. I'm not going to take credit for them. I've got Tony Stark stuff. I'm yeah. going to put my name on that. And the first thing Ivan did when arriving at this place was like, just be like, no, these are fucking terrible and stupid. And I'm going, I immediately hacked up. into them. Yep. Yeah. I think at one point, like, he rips the head off and Army Hammer like is just like... six million dollar suit or something. Yeah. I think it was like 127 oh. million or like some astronomical number because it's also just like, it's kind of funny, but just like a uh, military contractor is just like crazy cares, yeah. overpriced. He's got musk insane. money. Insane. Yeah. He's got musk money or whatever. But yeah, like Ivan was making these even better and he's just like, nah, I have an Iron Man that I duct taped a gun to. effectively basically and then yeah further confusing to me is that sam rockwell army hammer watched ivan when he first brought him to the hangar in i don't know four seconds hack into 
all of his bots. And then he takes them to this fucking expo and he doesn't think this man that I've just pissed off yeah. is gonna be is not gonna do the same thing again. Foolish. I think but I think it's intentional. Like it's not just bad writing. It's like he didn't think of this stuff because unlike Tony, it's clear that he never designed any exactly. of this stuff yes, that yes, he's yes, selling. Yes. Yeah. He he had no part in it. He's entirely like putting it off on like other people. He is a nepotism baby. Yeah, he wants yeah. the fame. He wants the credit. He wants the fame. He wants to be the cool charismatic CEO, which is why he Dances. dances out onto the stage. It's so, it's so silly. I love it. Even Pepper in the audience is like, what, are, what is we doing? She looks at ScarJo and they're just like rolling their eyes and they're like, this fucking guy. I loved it. Yeah, it, it's fun. He puts his new thing in and he makes the face I make when I take a shot and he says, tastes like coconut. That's cute. Oh yeah, that was funny when he put his Did new reactor in. Did he do that in, in the first movie too? I don't know. I already forgot. I don't remember. I don't think he gave it a taste. Okay. Um, the Sam Rockland, those silly little dances little caps. Um, mm. I'm growing tired of the military boner in MCU movies, I say. Because of the display of all of the branches, drones. Oh, my God. Yeah. At one point, he refers to it as the theater of war. I want to die. That's a little... Ugh. I want to die. But yeah, he shows off all of his drones. They've got slightly different modifications if they're in the army, the air force, or the marines, or whatever. The marines are tiger-striped. Yeah. <laughs> None of them have camo except the marines. Yeah. And then Don Cheadle shows up in the Iron Man suit because he's piloting it and it's yeah it's got a big gun strapped to the back and it's a little bit beefier looking and then tony shows up because he's like hold on sam rockwell salutes non-military personnel aren't supposed to salute oh really so is sam rockwell military no there's no way because so rhodes puts his his beefy iron hand up and salutes and then inexplicably all of the drones do the same thing how did they know and then sam salutes yeah ivan was like we're not ready for a demonstration like a demonstration i can do a presentation and hammer's like what does that mean and ivan says i can make them do a salute (laughs) yeah but clearly he was just being secretive about it yeah it's either showing sam rockwell actually has military background doubt or i liked that it was showing he's a fucking idiot who doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing he doesn't belong here he bought his way into it i loved it um i like that he fabricated his entire boob window in oh yeah an hour yeah did jarvis just print him a new suit it was very weird i don't know it's funny can he 3d print titanium alloy or whatever the fuck that is I, uh, fucking maybe. ridiculous they did that in the first movie though he was just like jarvis make the new suit he's like i'm on it okay scar scar joe who autocorrected as Scarborough. Thank you, iPad. Sure. So they're in like the backstage area in front of all the computers where Sam Rockwell and his homies are like freaking out trying to get control back. Yeah, because all of all of the drones go under Ivan's control, including Don Cheadle's including Iron War Machine. Suit. Is it called War Machine? Oh, is it? I think so. That's cool. Yeah. Um, because he refers to it as a War Machine later. And I think okay. the name of Rhodes as a superhero is War Machine. Ooh, also, and I'm on I'm on the Iron Man 2 wiki. Okay. Uh Ivan Vanko is nicknamed Whiplash as his villain name. I like that. That rules. I like that a lot. I love that. Yeah. He, it's like his description. He's like, like Mickey Rourke in, oh, it was Mickey Rourke's idea to have a fondness for a pet cockatoo. I actually liked that. He paid for his gold teeth and his bird with his own money. The gold teeth didn't really add much for me. No, but it did The didn't. bird was like, I'd like it when 
villains are humanized. It makes them more interesting. Yeah. Bad for badness sake is boring. He also had like knuckle tats that had like 60, sixes and nines on them or something yeah, like that. I told you you're a freak. You ain't listening to me. That fucking rolls. Ugh. Okay, but when ScarJo is back there, she she and Pep go back to the monitors where all the, the nerds are. Mm-hmm. And she is sincerely as intimidating to me as a pair of wet socks. And I'm supposed to believe that she's scary in that moment? No. She was intimidating in the boxing ring. That was badass. Mm-hmm. This was just like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. She, and then she she's in 30 intimidating seconds, when she's... Go ahead. Yeah, she hacks. 30 seconds, she, she hacks she, them all back. But she doesn't... Hold on. She hacks just Rhodes back. What? Yeah. Why the fuck didn't she disarm the drones? I don't know. Because, like, she, she isn't able to, like, get Rhodes, uh, like hacked from backstage like she has to go into like the the hammer like whatever like headquarters Mm -hmm. and happy takes her there and it's very fun uh except she's like changing in the backseat of his car and he's like oh i want to i want to see a booby hey if you're about to die if you think that you're about to die peep peep a titty i then wrote that ivan i bet ivan is world class at starcraft Ah! because this is just rts he's managing all these units simultaneously it's Honestly, very impressive. What do you think his APM is? Yeah, three thousand. I'm not a pervert, so I don't know what that stands for. Actions per minute. Oh, that's fun. He wants to destroy the Stark legacy, and I get that. I think he's justified. And he's doing it by committing mass murder. Well, he's just shooting it all kinds crack of people. A few eggs, make an omelet, and then I guess the but kid scene was really cute when like the little kid stands in front of a drone. The drone scans it, and it's like this is an Iron Man. Yeah. And then the kid holds up his hand, and then. Big Daddy Stark stands behind him and holds his hand up and does and like actually does the explosion. And he, yeah, that and was he goes cute. good work, kid. I liked that. Yeah, that was cute. I was like, I I think he did that in the first movie too, where like they have a scene where like a little kid might get shot, and then uh, yeah, like Tony Stark comes in and saves the day. Yeah, and then we, I mean, obviously before this, but we found out that um, Matt Hardy has lied and said the show these can show they won't tell or these will tell they won't show mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I, it's going to be a bad... Fuck, what, fuck, fuck, fuck. What does he say again? It's. Uh, I have no idea. He said that they can do a salute. That's it. And that's it. God damn it. Demonst- yeah. Presentation, not demonstration. Okay. So by now we've realized that it is indeed, can be a demonstration, and he lied to Sam Rockwell. Shocking. And like, does all this shit. And it's just... Sam, baby, how did you not see this coming? Like, there's so many things that show how incompetent he is, and I honestly love it. How did you think that you were going to just hire this guy who has already showed that he will just indiscriminately murder, like, bystanders? Like, at that fucking, like... Singular goal. Yeah, he has a singular goal. He wants to make Tony look bad, and he's willing to just get people killed in the process. And you're like, let me give this guy all the access to my workshop. He's going to do great things here. He's, sure, he hacked me once, but he won't do it again. He's going to make me look better than Tony Stark. Uh, no, and then, yeah, Hammer gets arrested, which is very funny because he's so mad about it. He's just like, how dare you? And it's like, you broke a murderer out of, the, out of a prison. Like, what did you expect? You don't get to just do that. He's like, you're trying to pin this on me. I'm like, because it's your fault. Buddy, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you mean? But he's another billionaire tech piece of shit who has no responsibility for his own actions. So I wonder if he's going to come back in the next Iron Man. Says, I really he do. He says it's not the last you'll hear of me, but I don't I don't think I saw Iron Man 3, so I don't that know. That could mean anything. And it's also like I assume that like there's crossover between like the villains in these and like just side characters cuz like I the like weird professor at the end of like Incredible Hulk is does actually Oh yeah. 
that's a villain like in the series and like I think he's in the, the weird Patton Oswalt like animated one Modoc. Like he plays a character in Is Modoc. Is that MCU? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just kind of an offshoot. I think it's like Hulu exclusive or something mm-hmm. like that. At least we don't have to pay four dollars if I want to. There's watch it. so many weird little like characters and like side stories and like different comics that just can be adapted and not have to feed into the MCU. It's a super rich world. Yeah, and that's cool. Like I liked Jessica Jones. Yeah, and most of, most of the properties play well within the rules that they've set for each other, and I, I yeah. really do appreciate that. It's I like a robust built world, and there's. The same rules seem to apply to everyone eventually. Yeah. So like, again, this is still all physical man-made stuff. We're not into mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and... And gods and right. weird Well, shit. we're... Yeah. We're, getting, we're there. getting there. So the, then... Dome fight. What? Dome fight. <laughs> dome fight. Okay, well, first, before the dome fight, ScarJo and Happy break into... Uh, Hammer Industries, yeah. and they have that hallway fight, which is... I thought it was very fucking funny that she takes out a building worth of men and happy like perks up at the end. I got him. It was so cute. It was so funny. Some of her like fighting moves are so goofy where it's like in order to take this guy, she has to like do weird flips all over them and like get their like head between her thighs and shit like that. And I'm just like, just do a punch. (laughs) There's a lot of comments to be made here. One, why do women always got to fight sexy? Yeah. Can you imagine if Tony Stark were doing these moves? It would look ridiculous. He would break his back. Yeah. Two, her hair looks so fucking bad in these scenes. It's so terrible. This is the worst I don't one. understand. There's one point where like a curl is just like standing up it's and it's just confusing. like a solid piece. It's very weird. It's not how hair works. Yeah. Three. No. Um, she's not good at fighting in this movie. ScarJo isn't, but she does get better. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's really, like, a lot of it's really awkward and it's clunky. Yeah. When women fight, it has to be fucking gymnastics. Yeah. I don't mind when it's improbable fighting where it's, like, she does extra flair. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's just fun to watch. Like, I know it's, like, a whole thing with the Star Wars. She can have fun with it. Yeah, like, the Star Wars where, like, the guy does a spin before shooting and everyone's mad. I'm like, shut up. It looks looks cool. (laughs) And then when Henry Cavill, like, loads his arms before punching in that one movie, it doesn't do anything, but it just looks cool. It's okay if yeah, things look no. cool. And it's like, if you're good at fighting and you have confidence in it, I imagine you have a little Spice bit of fun up. with it. Like, that's fine. But she's doing, like, weird backflips to take out dudes in a hallway, and it's just like, okay. And then at the very end, she does just pepper spray a guy. I liked that. That was the best part. It's very fun. It was actually yeah. weirdly timed, though. Like Yeah. He's just all of a work. sudden there, and he's, like, yeah. not trying to, like, attack her, and she just, like off to the side like Like pepper sprays him and walks away yeah it's also i i definitely had seen gifts of this but i assumed it was just an avengers movie because i had no idea that she showed up in this movie like i didn't know that we got to see her like this early on i i like that it's not just like like they're building and building like they're adding more people to it i think that's cool i don't know if i mentioned this in my very opening statements when we were talking about what i knew about the movie in advance but uh when my friend asked me if I'd seen this movie before, I said, I remember Scarlett Johansson has really bad hair. <laughs> ah, and they were right. like, yeah, that's correct. So when they're going into the dome. What is the dome? It's like Epcot. It's just like a rainforest. Oh, it's actually okay. Biodome. They've got Polly Shore trapped in there. Hmm. This is a joke for people who are more than 30 years old. I am not. I know. That's why you didn't laugh. It's a movie. Don't watch it. I'm sure it was really funny. Polly Shore is so fucking grating, dude. It's hard for him to be funny to me. Oh, you mean the joke? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the movie is meant to be a comedy, but it hurts because Polly Shore is in it. Okay, so I don't even know who said it, but I wrote it down because it further proves that this is a sapphic movie. 
Drop your socks and grab your Crocs. We're about to get wet on this ride. I wrote that down too. Tony said that because as they're like, he's, Don Cheadle's Iron Man is just following him because Ivan's controlling it and he's like, they go into yeah, the they're like planet globe. Going past dome. all of these fountains and yeah, Tony's like, okay, we're going to go into the that dome line, and dude. that's when he says that. Oh, it was so funny. I am going to use that. Drop your socks and grab your Crocs. That's so I'm good. wearing Crocs right now. It's great. Then I have more No, I just like half my notes from this point on are complaining about Scarlett Johansson's hair. <laughs> is it twisted and then they curled the twist? Like did they take a piece, twist it, and then wrap an it around a curling iron? I don't understand. It looks bad. It's probably meant to be like bouncy so it shows well in like the action stuff, but it, it, looks, da- it, it looks terrible. I don't think her hair ever gets better at long lengths because they just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing to her hair. But... Eventually her hair gets short. <laughs> oh, cool. That's my only redeeming. ScarJo went into a fucking Jersey accent. Um, when she, so Pepper is on one screen, Tony is on one screen, and ScarJo is in front of the monitors talking to them, and they're like fighting, like, you're dying? You're dying? Why didn't you tell me you're dying? Pepper, get a hold of yourself. Girl, grow up. Find a man. This is a child. So ScarJo Find a different drops one, yeah. into a fucking Jersey accent and says, save it for the honeymoon. You got incoming, Tony. And it's just like, why it's so weird and like i would understand frankly if she dropped into any other accent if she dropped into a russian accent if she dropped into a french accent like arguably the russian accent would make the most sense she doesn't have yeah an accent other than that her english accent is like midwestern newscaster non-oxant and then when she says that she just Titch of Jersey. I'm just a hater. It's Weird. fine. Yeah. I don't have like hardly any notes other than this because I'm just watching the action sequence because I really I also it. have very it few notes. Fun. I really enjoyed the the banter between them. Again, though, New Rhodes and Tony, mm-hmm. I think they have yeah. like a really cute chemistry together. Like I believe that they're longtime bros. Yeah. It's just fun. Because like once they're once they're in the dome and like ScarJo hacks in, she reboots his suit, which turn it off and on again. Great. Cute. Worked. They're just like all of the drones show up and they're just like blessed in them. I like when they argue about who the big gun is. Yeah, it's that's that funny. was really cute. And they both like head towards the hill. And then they say, This yeah. is the kill box. This is where you go to die. And that's where the fight starts with them in the kill box. Yeah. And as they're like shooting and they're showing off their different guns, I'm just like, my my note says this is us in Fortnite. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) I liked that the gun on Rhodes' back auto-targeted. Oh, yeah. So like he was manually, he he seemed to be in manual control of his front guns, his hands or whatever. And then the Mm -hmm. turret behind him was just like picking off drones magically. That was very cool. I wouldn't trust that. It was was very cool and fun. And yeah, they just mow down all of these drones. And then Ivan shows up. Which is good because I was like, that was kind of (laughs) easy. Yeah. No, it was, it was definitely too easy. Uh, And then like Don Cheadle's like, don't worry, I'll take him out with the ex-wife. Oh my God, I lost it. Oh, it was funny because like when- It had such a build up even. Yeah, Hammer like went off about how cool this like singular missile is. It's like he can take down the bunker underneath the bunker that you shot. He can write you a book and then read it to you. It's so smart. That was so overdone. Like it went on for just like- I was so annoyed at the time, but there is a good payoff at least. Unlike- There's so many times where these movies, like, don't give you the payoff. They, like, build something up and then never address it again. Yeah. Why did ScarJo seduce Tony Stark? I don't know. But it's also just, like, it. I I like seeing an explosion sometimes. Obviously. Sometimes there's too many explosions. Okay. And they get a little bit boring, but this one, yeah, he just, it, like, has this buildup in the suit, too, because it's, like, like, all of these little, like. It whirs. (laughs) 
It worries. It makes a lot of sounds. It like takes a little bit to like buffer and like then shoot, and then it just falls at Ivan's feet and Blessed. does nothing. It was so funny. Was really and yeah, Tony then turns to him and goes, "Hammer technology." And he goes, "Yep." So good. I <laughs> so loved good. that. That that rule. Um, so then I have it whips through cars and guns, but not suits. But then I remembered yes. those cars are probably made of primarily fiberglass or whatever the fuck. But also, these are like super special new whips right. that he had all of this technology at his disposal. Well, Tony has a super special new suit. Yeah, but... Oh, Rose doesn't, though. Rose, it's technically like built onto, but it's still like the army did it and Hammer did it, but not like Tony. Mm. So it has to be worse. Well, I'd argue it's a little better because it is Tony's original. It's Tony's original, but like he guns. improved upon yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I wanted to know a lot more about the history of inventions between those two families before we got to that fight. Like, I still had a lot of questions about who did what. And, like, I want to know more about the breakup. And, like, how sure was Howard Stark that this guy was going to do a bad when he got him deported? Like, fucking ice. Yeah. And also, like, they said he was a physicist, which, like, physicists can't do that. (laughs) Like, no offense. I don't know. Uh, It would explain why he was able to come up with, like, some of it, I I don't think. Mm. I literally do not know what branch of science this should be, if not physicisting. Physics is just fancy math. <laughs> it's not inventing, not not quite so much. But it's like I could see how like their two like fields of expertise like probably came together. You'd have to have a chunk of knowledge from one to do the other. And apparently, Tony knows enough about chemistry to just make a new element, and biology to just make a heart make his own heart or a magnet or whatever i know it's not his heart whatever they're just all supposed to be super geniuses that know everything fine so they do a few billion dollars worth of damage to new york city yeah and almost kill like a bunch of people in the process because like probably do ivan when he when he gets beaten He's like, haha, you lost. And he self-destructs himself and all of his yes hold on hold on on. it makes sense just before that I noticed for a second time in this movie, when a fight is over-ish, at least, he he knows there are people with him that he should check on. Tony doesn't check on his friends after a fight ever. So in the Monaco race, he watches Ivan get handcuffed while Pepper is still probably hyperventilating behind him and Happy is still, like, freaking out because that was traumatic. He doesn't even turn around and ask them anything. And then again here, he just did the... Uh, the Harry Potter wand thing. Yeah! With Rhodes. <laughs> with Rhodes that he did, like, in his mansion, too. Right. And then Rhodes is blasted away. He doesn't, like, get up and say, Rhodes, are you okay? No acknowledgement. Yeah. Doesn't even look for him. Just immediately goes back to, like, cocky, independent asshole. And it's just annoying. Yeah, that's true. He does not care very much about, like, the well-being of, like, the people that are being affected. And, like, in the first movie, he took down a fucking airplane and that guy that like fell from it his parachute didn't deploy initially so he like did save him but it's like and he does save pepper in this man you took down a fucking plane yeah he saves only pepper and like but okay there's like there's all these shots of like these drones going after civilians and then they all fucking explode wherever they are which just look like there's gotta be so many people that die yeah dude yeah Billions of dollars of damage, probably hundreds of lives. Yeah. It's like, Tony can't come out as, like, the hero in all of this, but, like, then he does. He gets a fucking medal. So annoying. From the senator that didn't like him because he picked him specifically. That was funny. And then also, before that, like, uh, 
Nick Fury comes up and he's like, we're going to, we're going to talk about the Avengers initiative. And then he's like, yeah, you're too much of a man child to be a part of this, right. which is funny. He is right. I like that. He's like, how are we going to deal with our CEO stepping down after a week? And she says with you, it's like dog years. <laughs> that is very funny that was too. Great. And it's like, she's right. Like it is so stressful to be in Tony Stark's life. Yeah. And then they kiss and Rhodes says, you two look like seals fighting over a grape. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I didn't hear that. Yeah. That's strange. And also, he's just been on the roof this whole time and doesn't announce himself. He was there before Tony and Pepper landed. What are the odds, by the way? God. What are the what odds they picked the wheel. same fucking rooftop in New York City where there's, I don't know, one or two other buildings? Yeah, I don't know. Which, I'm not complaining about that. It's cute. But I am complaining that he just sat there and watched this private fucking moment without being like, <clears throat> I do appreciate that Tony waited until she was no longer under his employ at all before kissing her. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Like, that was good to not have. That's a, professional. A, I mean, there's still a power dynamic because he's still a fucking. He's billy, a backseat CEO. He's an incredibly CEO. powerful man in, in the world. Um, but at least the employee boss dynamic has gone a little bit. Yeah. I find it very tired, the trope of like, lady is like concerned and like bickering at you and worried about you. And then you just shut her up by kissing her and it's romantic. A woman that you've treated horribly for a decade. And you showed up to her office with a box of strawberries and she's allergic to strawberries. Dude. And he's and he, he like tries to argue it's a good thing instead of just apologizing. He's like, it's he's actually like, a good oh, thing. Oh, I knew there was association between you and strawberries. Isn't it nice that I remembered that? She's like, that is the one thing in this world that I'm allergic to. Exhausting. It's like, way to fucking go, man. Like, come on. I was also surprised Whatever. that he wanted to be on the Avengers. Yeah, because he That seems out of character. The whole like uh palladium sickness that he has he doesn't tell fucking anybody and he's just like mad when the the, like uh it turns out that nick fury and like natasha like know about it and they're like here's something to like tide you over and you have to come up with a thing that fixes it but we know what it is i think yeah they're like we have the solution to the puzzle so like they're they have something they've got a whole bunch of intelligence on it yes yeah he tries to reject all of their like help and his stuff. His whole thing is he's that he like, doesn't very, want to work with like, like he, yeah, he's digging his heels in. He's like, I'm mad. Doesn't want to work with the military. He wants to be. He wants no oversight. He kind of doesn't super want Rhodes to have a suit initially. Yeah, and then in the first movie, and then he obviously is like, this suit's for you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He made a suit for him, didn't he? Did he? In the remember at the end of the first movie, he's like maybe next time to the suit that's like standing out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like Rhodes looks at the suit, but I think it is the old suit. Okay, so that that was just out as like a prototype. It wasn't out for Rhodes. yeah, he because he has on his wall like all of his different. I'm, suits. You're right because you said he had the the OG in there. Okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. Why would just as a little souvenir? He got it back because um, the dude was in jail and the dude had it. I was like, yeah, how did he OB recover it? it but that's how. Okay, anyway. So he wants to be in Avengers, despite being super clear that he wants not to do teamwork. He doesn't want oversight. He, like, doesn't want to take instruction. But he wants to be in the Avengers. Okay. I think it's, I think it's purely a narcissism I thing. I think he wants it because he I think he wants to be the leader of the Avengers. Oh. I think he wants to be the guy in front. I think that's what he wants. Because, like... He wants to be Nick Fury? He can kind of... I don't know. But he can kind of tell that, like... The Avengers is go- is going to be this like collection of very powerful people, and it's probably going to be like very cool and like heroic and like whatever. Yeah. And he wants to he wants attention. He only wants to be on it if he can be the voice. Yeah, he wants to be on it, but it's not because he wants to play nice for yeah, sure. I think you're right. That's fair. I think it's a mixture of he wants to be on it because they don't want him, so yeah. now he's got he's got to prove it. Because initially he was probably kind of like, eh, whatever. I think he was. Oh no, 
the first movie just cuts off right when he said, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. But in, in the end of The Incredible Hulk, he goes up to the, like, General Ross, I think it mm-hmm. is. I don't remember. And he's like, I need to talk to, I need to talk about this, this thing. We're building a team. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. Hey, why does he do that instead of going to Bruce? I don't know. Maybe by that point, by the point where they were like, we got to, oh, fuck, we got to, we got to do a post scene. Uh, <laughs> maybe that point, uh, Ed Norton was like, no, I'm done. You already gave me the script. I'm out. Like, you can't make me do anymore. I love, love that Nick Fury got that fucking senator to be the presenter. Yeah. That was great. That is fun. The The line about a prick being very annoying yes, was funny very how good. annoying a little prick can be. Yeah. Ugh, that rolled. And then we get to the after credits, unless you have more things. I think that's it. That's all I got. Okay, then we get to the after credits, and we've got her. We've got the hammer. The hammer is his penis. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I also, can I just say, this time Disney Plus gave me a skip credits option. Mine didn't. I had to just keep hitting the fucking fast forward 30 seconds because I didn't, or 10 seconds because I didn't know how far into it. And the answer is the very last possible minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I had to fast forward in the first Iron Man, but this one it gave me the little option to skip credits. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to my phone. I was also I was doing it on the Xbox. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm casting. I'm excited that next movie, um, we finally get Natalie Portman. Yeah, it obviously like can't spoil me too much, but she she is in in Mm -hmm. the first Thor. Yeah, is Kat Dennings in the first Thor? I'm not going to tell you the answer to that. Fuck. But I assume, like, Natalie Portman's on the fucking poster. That's not a spoiler. We we do need to know what Aaron thinks about this movie, though. So what are your thoughts on this? You could, I could not tell you what Sam Rockwell's character's name is in this movie. Um, I only know him as dad. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. So next episode, we will be covering Thor. And that one is obviously on Disney+. Plus. So we'll, we'll join you next time. Thanks for listening to the MCU ThoughtCast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter, and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.